was just pretty funny by a conversation that I had with a, a good friend of mine. Oh, uh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, like... Uh, so so Greg Tony so Greg and me we, we were getting getting a drink. Okay, oh, you guys are uh, friends. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so Greg and okay, me we, okay, we were yeah, getting a drink. You know we were just having like a, a solid time. You know drinking and like we were talking about like uh, the the very lighthearted topic of like you know police brutality. <laughs> like, you know I got like people get away with shit specifically you know white people Caucasian Caucasian yeah, it's definitely a topic everyone can agree about yeah yeah <laughs> I hope and then lo and behold not even like two three minutes later it's like the avatar of like white girls <laughs> just like a, you summoned me <laughs> a mob of white girls just comes out of this club right near us and they're all beating the fuck out of each other they're punching each other and there's this one like little girl that just keeps like throwing her shoe like she just keeps like hitting people with her shoe they keep trying she keeps to kicking it off it's like a, sh- it's like a shoe boomerang like and like she's like throwing her shoe at cars she's yeah, punching no, cars yeah. and the whole time she's it's just kicking two... them with her bare foot exactly <laughs> and like it's just such a funny image of just me crazy. and greg you know two black guys Sitting down talking about, yeah, like, people get away with shit and just sees this group of white girls just talking, you fucking bitch, like, fuck you, Becky, and just throwing their shoes. Cops are, like, pulling up, and they're not doing anything. They're They're just just watching. They're just watching. (laughs) People are coming out of, like, the bars and are just, like, laughing, getting, like, Snapchats. You know if it was the other way around. Yeah, if it was, like, black people, like, fighting anywhere, that would have would have been shut down and then on top of that like I was like oh, okay they must be like drunk or something but then we get the scoop and it's the most it's like the most ghetto story like it was there's like a baby daddy involved like and she used the word like yes yeah, like well you know like she like that was her friend like she actually didn't do anything but her friend fucked around with this guy's baby daddy and then like he wasn't calling you know he wasn't answering his phone and so the girlfriend who's you know, someone else's baby mama and it's like, like found found the girl and they just and then the friend got involved and so they were just beating the shit out of each other apparently on South Street. So which one of them did you guys marry? Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In space, no one can hear you scream. If today. We're able to create a two-headed dog with six legs. Is it possible that a similar creature existed thousands of years ago? And I say yes. Welcome to Brain Drizzle. He's Drizzle. <laughs> this is a podcast where our top team. Oh wait, I don't even have any of my notes. This is this is why I was like, why is I? Why do I feel? Naked? He said top team. That's bullshit. <laughs> Not prepared. Yeah. What time is it? Drizzle time. Yeah, it's the brain drizzle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's better. That's so much better. Fuck it, just keep it. And we're here with our crack team of writers to help rewrite Hollywood's mistakes as usual. This is Greg. And to my left, we got Dan. D Money. 
D I'm, Foster. I'm D, D Dollar Signs. D, D Diddy. D, D Daddy. Just call Puff Daddy. Just D for short. Lowercase. Lowercase D. <laughs> to go with his lowercase D. And then Tony, we have the little left of him. Tony. Yeah, yeah, Tony. Yes, just Tony. Yep, just Tony. It's Tony, like T O N E with a with that accent mark. My rap name in um, high school was DJ Ringtone. My, Shut my the DJ Ringtone, <laughs> <laughs> like the MIDI ringtones, like back before like cell phones were good. Yeah, Tony, Tony, Tone, and then <laughs> <and> Tony. <laughs> I'm like as we said, this is the show. We rewrite Hollywood's mistakes. We take shitty films. We make them better. We're gonna search the cosmos for derelict movies. We're gonna <laughs> shove our, our brain drizzle face huggers to them and, and incubate for a little and then burst out with brand new, better movies. It's pretty right. mediocre, my opening. That's, that's, yeah, but also, I mean, mm-hmm. it's a lead in. <laughs> maybe we should. You have anything better, Dan? Yeah, maybe we should. All right, we can, no, we can go back. Case D's. <laughs> Sorry. We could, we could always go back and fix it, you know? We could make a prequel to that opening if you want. We mentioned that because today we're doing Alien. No, we're not. (laughs) Today we're doing Prometheus, the prequel to the Alien movies, and I guess Aliens as a as a franchise. I'm gonna do something different and and start off with the review. Just I feel like I say a quick summary every time, and then it lasts like thirty minutes. (laughs) So I'm like, we open up this movie, spending like the first five minutes basically looking at Ridley Scott's screensaver. We just hug. (laughs) have all these like vista shots the like these like landscapes and they, they're beautiful right like this movie is a beautiful film and then we begin like real like the first actual character that we see we see a giant bald albino and he drinks too much of what i assume is like space lean or like space drink it's like black and he drinks too much of it and kind of spazzes out and he falls into a waterfall which makes dna I guess uh, in the science of this movie, cut to we have the the girl with the dragon tattoo, and her husband <laughs> finds some cave drawings that for somehow they interpret as a message from our creators to go find them. Cut again to Michael Fassbender alone on this big ship, full of sleeping scientists that are in hi- hibernation, uh, and he's just kind of dicking around, playing basketball, watching movies. I don't know, that was, that was kind of one of the more interesting parts of it, I, honestly. Yeah, I love that like, part. That was actually really cool. Yeah. Uh, while the scientists sleep, and when everyone finally wakes up, Charlize Theron, the captain, says some things, and then a hologram of Guy Pierce, who's in really bad old people makeup, says some things, and then Numi Rapace, aka the girl with the dragon tattoo, and the main character of this film, and her husband say some more things, in like a cool futuristic version of PowerPoint, like they kind of bring up screen. In their PowerPoint presentation, they let everybody know the real reason why they're there and why they're traveling through space at the speed of light. So exposition. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This okay. is the key exposition thing we it's understand. Exposition, yeah. That we they are there on a mission to find their creators. They're there, what they call engineers, and figure out you know ask some questions. I guess you know like why. Uh, why did they create men with nipples? I guess you know. 
to milk them. Mm, that's a big question. <laughs> <laughs> to milk them. <laughs> that's their plan. <laughs> you know, these burning, burning questions. Like, what, what question would you want to ask? Ask if, my creator? Yeah. If you could meet them. What, what is, I guess, like, what, what's our purpose? Mm. Yeah, that's one of the questions I want to ask. Or like, yeah, that would, that would be my, my big question. Why Did... Macklemore has more Grammys than Kendrick Lamar? Hmm. There we go. Why is Sami bad if they put the G-spot in the asshole? That is the question. <laughs> <laughs> Burning questions. <laughs> Aliens. <laughs> but they land on the planet um, looking for, well, you know, looking for the, any signs of life. And they find, <laughs> find an installation structure that they immediately start exploring. They terraform. And, and basically what happens, what follows, is a mixture of some cool shit some dumb shit and some shit that just makes no fucking sense it makes it just like makes you question like why it starts to fall into the, the like dumb horror movie tropes where you're like don't do that there there are some like pointless plot twists like mm-hmm. Waylon the Guy Pierce character was originally supposed to be dead turns out he's not dead wait wait who wrote this movie? Damon Lindelof, <laughs> guy that I got pissed some, everyone off. I got some walks. words. I got some words for him. <laughs> um, and then Numi Rapace like aborts a tentacle monster out of her fucking stomach, which is the best scene in the movie. It's the best. The best scene in the movie. And then Charlize Theron dies because she doesn't know how to roll. <laughs> sideways. I mean, just like run sideways. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do anything. Yeah. And then Idris Elba plays an accordion. That was just one of my favorite parts. I don't know about you guys. I just love him. He can do anything. Like, they could show a five-minute scene of Idris Elba, like, clipping his toenails, and I'll be, like, riveted. I want to know if he got laid. I want to know if him no, he did. was there in... But I wanted to see it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wanted to see that. <laughs> Yeah, Idris yeah. Elba. That could be a fix in the movie. That could be a good. Tell time. me you don't want to see Idris Elba and show is there in his. No, I absolutely do. That'll be like the yeah. sexiest sex. Well, then just write sex. It. Yeah. Well, by the end, we find out that our creators are basically dicks. Like, yeah. They're just they're just huge douches, and wanted to kill us. And we really get more questions than we get answers. Typical of the writers of this movie. <laughs> yeah. And literally a statue of a douche in the middle of the fucking. Spaceship. We just don't know why. And yeah, we just nothing really resolves yeah. itself. Um, and that's Prometheus, <laughs> one of the most talked about movies of yeah. 2012. It's probably the best looking. Oh yes, yeah. And it had it had everything going for it. You know, it was Ridley Scott finally returning to the Alien franchise after Alien vs Predator, Alien vs Predator Two, Requiem. Don't talk about. Which were like horrible, you know, and like and it was it Aliens Four. What was that one? Alien Resurrection. Resurrection. Yeah. Uh, the third one is. It's not well liked, yeah. but it's it, it's it's not it's not horrible. It's not as bad as it could be. I feel like if it wasn't if it didn't follow up from Aliens, mm-hmm. it might have been better received. Yeah. But I yeah I agree. And but like you know people were excited for it because it was that like the trailer got everybody hyped. We just watched the trailer before doing this review, and we were remembering like how excited this trail this tra- trailer made us. It had a lot going for it, like the. They sp- started doing push-ups. It was weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> First time ever. <laughs> one arm like pull-ups. <laughs> Linda Carter. <laughs> 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 
Word! <laughs> and like when you, and then when I was rewatching the movie, seeing just the cast, like we haven't seen this caliber of a cast or like this cast of likable mm. current actors together since. Like they haven't been. It's rare where we get all of them in the same movie. You know, like people who are really big now, especially um, Idris Elba, Charlize Theron, and Michael Fassbender. Yeah. Those are, yeah. That's crazy. Like, Fur- Furiosa, uh, just uh, potentially Hemdale, yeah. maybe the next James Bond, maybe. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. And, and Magneto? Magneto. <laughs> and also, do some shame. Psh, what a fast yeah. bender. Uh, well, yeah, Shane, you know, that big, oh, yeah, yeah. fucking dick hanging down here. Uh, I, I mean, I haven't watched yeah, Shane, but I, I saw the, yeah, I saw the dick. He has a big dick. No. Yeah. yeah. Fucking hot. That's his real yeah, superpower. Yeah. <laughs> then it connects to fucking. You one. know what? Let's stop reviewing Prometheus. Let's just review his dick. <laughs> like 10 out of 10. Wood <laughs> fuck. This movie needs more dick. Yeah, it needs. It could have used a That's lot. That's a real more. alien creature. <laughs> 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 I go fast, fast, just takes off his fucking. I mean, there was a lot of phallic imagery, and that goes back to the first movie. Too. That, that's like, all HR. Yeah, yeah, HR like l- like that creepy, just like mechanical, sexual, beautiful. And oh. yeah, and it's it, but it's so it's that's what makes some those first mm. movie like that first movie so like interesting to mm. me is like when you match up like that blue collar like basically trash truck in yeah, space. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then they see this like completely alien and foreign looking like tubes and like it just like is yeah. real fetishy and creepy. Like alien has really been brilliant. described as like truckers versus alien mm-hmm. and then like aliens has been described as like soldiers yeah, versus exactly. aliens and then prisoners there's, versus alien. Yeah, exactly. And then Prometheus is idiots versus well, <laughs> There's supposed to be scientists but yeah. like dumb scientists. Like I, agree. I feel like this is the natural progression if you know, after a Trump presidency when he like <laughs> gets rid of science. <laughs> yeah. These are the people who would get into space. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting because like when Alien first came out like if we were to ignore all of the bigger ideas that were established with the Alien franchise like to, to say to fans like I'm, I'm a huge Alien fan I think Alien is like one of the coolest franchises ever like the lore and everything behind it are really cool but like if we were to purely just look at Alien, there's so many unanswered questions that we wouldn't fully understand, such as when the truckers first go into the ship, we have no idea what the ship is. We have no idea what the space jockey is. Right. We have no idea uh, what these little, you know, the eggs are, and then what laid those eggs. We, we, we don't fully understand everything within that world. Right. And there are more questions that are raised just by watching Alien that don't make too much sense until later on. Like, but Alien, they're, yeah. they're also not, you know, super important to the plot. It's That's just true. like in the background, which yeah. was cool. It's just like, whoa, what is that? Yeah. Whoa, what is that? But it's like blink and you miss it kind of. That's true. You know, scenes, yeah. which but which also, I think, added to the lore of this movie because mm-hmm. it seemed like it was going to answer some of these these questions that have been plaguing fans for what like 30 years i guess that's at that true. point yeah. um and it you know critically it did decently on rotten tomatoes it has like 72 percent. this is definitely the best movie that we will <laughs> ever watch no draw butler inside yeah, no draw butler he <laughs> yeah. stayed far that's clear actually from a big movie. Uh, criticism that i had was that there was no draw butler all right you can get the fuck out <laughs> <laughs> what would he have done what? What? tonight <laughs> yeah. unlimited ammo and his weapons is shooting anything <laughs> beat America in the alien like this is America 
<laughs> you fucking aliens. No, really. Oh, yeah. He's a, he's, Get out of my planet. It would give new meaning to xenophobia. Uh, it's like xenomorphs. Yeah, xenomorphs. Yeah, we don't like no xenomorphs in these parts. <laughs> <laughs> How, to just, but to justify why we're reviewing this movie, it was controversial there are main things that people complained about mostly on the internet and like reddit and things were plot holes mm. gaping plot holes yeah. uh character dead ends like it's some of the characters just were very unsatisfying uh some of the science didn't make sense mm. and it was some people criticized it for being fake deep like it raised a lot of interesting questions but then had very like hollow watery answers to Definitely. it and so I think that we can, I think we can improve on this movie because we're also like very smart philosophical minds. Yeah, uh, I think yeah. we can drizz in those potholes. Yeah, I think we can <laughs> fill in those holes. So like cement. <laughs> yeah, we're we're uh, construction work. We're putting our construction worker hats now. <laughs> those and, truck driver hats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Such a cool movie. <laughs> I think I actually left before this movie ended because I just wasn't attached to anything by the time it was almost over. Mm. I feel like I feel like this I movie know. could be used like by Mike Pence. I feel like shows this in Indiana owner he's like on his anti-abortion raid. Like this is what happens. You abort a fetus too soon, it turns into a tentacle monster. <laughs> I remember like there was um this big thing that was in the news where some guy um. Was like it was a ticket taker for the movies, and he every time that someone came up with Prometheus, he would like warn them there there was an abortion halfway through the movie, and people would get mad about it and just not go see it. Wow. Aw, that's a douche. Yeah, yeah, dick. Yeah. I've I've always been like blown away by just how fucked up this world is. Like H.R. Grieger's designs, like this mm-hmm. gothic horror sci-fi, and like how sex and and themes of like rape mm-hmm. are so like prevalent in it, and it's just oh, yeah. Like, I'm nerding out right now just thinking about it, but, like... I definitely have to rewatch it. It's just, like, the cool thing about the face heart... Like, the alien rapes you. It it rapes you and impregnates you. Especially... It mostly shows that with the male characters. Yeah. Because men rarely, you know, unless you go into prison, an American (laughs) prison system, like, rarely experience. Yeah, that's... Yeah. And so it, like, gives you this visceral sense, like, fuck, like, there's this foreign entity, like, Mm -hmm. entering you. Exactly. like... And then this thing will burst out of you. This yeah. thing will kill you. And uh, it's really good. And this one like seemed like it was interesting going a totally different direction. Mm-hmm. You know, it feels like someone years later being like, "All right, how can I make this interesting for yeah. myself?" And it, if you can tell from the beginning, he's definitely going more for the Stanley Kubrick. Yeah type sci-fi where it's slow and mm-hmm. it's more like enigmatic and it, it's kind of puzzle-like but without Stanley Kubrick's like insanity I don't I think it doesn't really come together the way it was intended I completely agree I feel like the script just fails it right. and it's and I think like the, the biggest piece that that needed the work was the black goo and yeah. like the black goo I felt like it, it had its purpose was the plot Mm-hmm. In a sense of whatever the plot needed it to do in a scene, it did. It did, yeah. And nothing it's really... It's not very consistent. Exactly, like, and it it just raised all these very, these very interesting questions, interesting mm-hmm. concepts. A lot of cool concepts and themes that just didn't necessarily come together. Yeah. But I think, and I think we can maybe fill those holes, like Tony mm-hmm. was <laughs> saying. <laughs> fill in holes. Yeah, yeah, just kind of <laughs> okay. get some caulk. Yeah. Like, 
This this should be this will be fun. This will be good. <laughs> What it do? Hey, all you uh, <laughs> drizzlers out there, <laughs> you can check out our stuff on uh, iTunes mm -hmm. or SoundCloud. This brain drizzle. Subscribe um, to the drizzle. Get on the, the the drizzle email list, our listserv, and we'll send you some things. Uh, not useful things. Naked pictures of Dan. Yeah, mostly Dan's nudes. They're broken up into parts. You first get the balls, then you get the shaft. <laughs> And get the head. There's no, there's no actual like, body. I have a micro. <laughs> <laughs> you can also check us out at Facebook.com/slash/UnchainedMediaOfficial, where you can get posts. You can get uh, some jams, some pictures that we've taken, combined with music from our friends Wino Willie and the Yellow Cloud. Subscribe to us on YouTube, but we have a lot of good movies and shorts. Oh, yeah. We have No Heroes, Whew. a racist Ouija board movie that my friend Greg wrote. Yeah, it's pretty racist. Yeah, it's I, don't pretty, know, yeah. I don't know what his problem is. We yeah. got Netflix and chill if any of you jerk off to hentai like me. <laughs> and uh, what else do we have? Ooh, Are we, we have drumroll. Yeah. <laughs> All Shit right, and giggles. Oh. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> we have Our Nightly Fling, an awesome anti-rom-com rom-com that just released two weeks ago. We just crossed a new milestone of 1,000 views. Yay. If you like naked hipsters, if you like awkward <laughs> scenes, if you like... Oh, don't, don't, don't spoil well, it. Man. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but really, check it out. Do yourself a favor. We all worked our asses off on it, and it is hilarious. It's very funny. It's huge. It's ambitious. It's huge. 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 It's bigly. It's bigly. <laughs> it's the best one ever. Yeah. Best movie ever. Best <laughs> ever. It's black. You can barely get your hands around it. We all talk pictures next to it. <laughs> we, all, we, all, we all measure it. We all build uh, a to statue out of it. Tony came the closest. <laughs> <laughs> Strapping. Strapping. Strap in. Strapping. Strapping for the truth. Strap on our drizzle. Drizzle. Uh, our, our drizzle nozzle. Yeah, drizzle nozzle. We gotta screw the, <laughs> screw the top. Pop that top off and uh, just shove it in there. <laughs> okay, so Prometheus. I would keep the first half mostly the same. Like raise all the questions of like who are our creators and such and have them reach the planet same as before. But upon reaching the planet, inside of the alien derelict ship, I would have the eggs. Fuck the goo. We aren't doing the goo. The goo is gone. Throughout the film, I would have them, I would have it be revealed that the xenomorphs were, were created by the space jockeys. You know, like they, they were, but it's more, they're used as a mean of going from planet to planet and kind of resetting in a sense of like, whenever the space jockeys give, give birth to a race of beings, like this is a thing that they do you are chosen to be the one to give birth to 
to a, a race of beings. So like you're sent to a planet to do that. And once those beings become unruly and once they become you know, too much, you then send a jockey with their fucking... Once they create fucking nukes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Then what are like you, you doing? Send, <laughs> you yeah. send a jockey that has their ship full of eggs down to the planet to fuck shit up. I feel and like so, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and so, like, this planet was actually, like... So, like, throughout the film, I would even have them meet another race of aliens. Another race of aliens, so, like, there's, like, little pockets that actually survive this xenomorph infestation like there would be xenomorphs throughout the film but it's that these xenomorphs were used to destroy this planet and that's why the planet is the way it is it's that this jockey came down and unleashed holy hell on this planet and that is something that will happen to earth unless they're able to stop it from happening and that would be like the main focus of the movie that our creators in a sense are like they are God. Like when God, you know, like mm-hmm. didn't like That's what like we were doing. Exactly. Shit. This is the flood. It the xenomorphs are the flood. And mm. that I would like be that more clear. Exactly. That would that would be my my like well, edit for it. Whose perspective would you do it from? <sighs> That's a that's a good question. A part of me would love to do it more so from David's perspective, the android, have the humans around him, but David trying to understand this idea of like the creator destroying the created mm-hmm. and that being his his focus in the sense of like humans could destroy me like human like these humans on on the shuttle don't necessarily trust me don't necessarily see me as as an equal and i feel like he would more sympathize with the engineers and their purpose of like no like this makes perfect sense like all that you do all that you destroy you, you don't deserve to live. Perhaps it's time for the sentient beings, like the, the ones that you have created, to take over. I don't mm. know. That's, that's me spitballing. Yeah. Because I like where... Because it, it makes me think about the movie in a slightly different way of, like, David's seeming intentions. Because I think that he's a complex character in the movie, mm-hmm. but it seems like he likes humans. Cause he likes our he likes our culture. Mm. He likes movies. He even yeah. like dyes his hair to look like Lawrence of Arabia. You know he likes basketball apparently. Yeah, yeah. Um, he plays LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that makes it, it like we don't know if he has an interest in saving humanity or yeah would he would he yeah. side, maybe that would be his his conflict. That would be interesting seeing an alien movie from. <clears throat> an outsider like who's watching these humans you know seeing it more from david's perspective as a robot i would like to see i would like to see david save people yeah have that because we have a lot of like you know technophobia that like technology in the end like only sees our flaws Mm. and like wants to kill us like if we could take like the horror elements of the an alien movie you know like a foreign living being wants to kill us but that robots want to save us i yeah. think would be an interesting the like, creation saves the create right like the, he reveres us you know yeah. he thinks that at the end you know, we are good because we created him yeah and so he wants to like save us from ourselves or save us from our creators you know yeah it'd be interesting i think that'd be fantastic i think like that would just be a film that could touch on a lot of the themes that it raised so then like in the 
third act, the final act, where, like, that is the goal. Like, we have to stop this engineer from going back to Earth with this black goo. I would... I would just, like, replace it with, you know, like, these are the eggs, you know, like, this is an alien infestation, and I guess the way that I'll link it back to Prometheus, oh, well, to Alien, is Wayland yutani that funds the mission, like, this would be their first introduction to the aliens, so then I would have Mm. the ending pick up with Alien, you know, you have a DH Sigourney Weaver, you have a DH everybody, and that's why they're like, yo, you should go to this planet to get us a specimen. To, like, check that. Check exactly. That and that's how I would I would link it back. Like, I would make it more like this is its own okay. self-contained thing, almost like Rogue One in that this mm. is its own self-contained thing, and here's a little thing it, that... It comes. ended up, like, they, they went for one thing, and then it ended up being, like, the catalyst for the entire like exactly alien franchise that exactly yeah that would have been cool to make that very clear yeah i think that would have been cool um uh, my my idea <laughs> <laughs> no dwayne the rock Johnson. no 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 Yo, you guys would say like oh, what perspective would it be i'm just like the rock no the rock. <laughs> the rock could play a robot i think that would be interesting but Candy, we're, we're, we're not, i'm not going there it's not where i'm going I like because I'm really glad you brought up how these movies are constructed because that's what I was thinking about when I was thinking how I would make these movies better. Like, Alien is blue collar workers, like construction workers against the aliens, like in space. Yeah. Then we have the military. You know, what if we had a militarized? What if we militarized space? Mm-hmm. Um, what if we made a prison colony? in space Mm. like we do here you know taking human things putting it in space then throwing the alien into the mix how does that change things so what if we put like rich people in space Mm. so we have the idea of like the universe we started to colonize planets and it's it's more of a luxury thing for rich people to get away from us poor people on earth because we've they've ruined it yeah and like it's it's kind of like that movie elysium both um, but sort of just like that central idea, which is something that I've been like conspiracy theorizing for like years before that movie even. I'm like semi convinced that rich people are really plotting to like make a moon colony to leave the rest of us on like a like broken planet. But anyway, that's <laughs> aliens. <laughs> um, but like if if that was a thing and that that you know for millions of dollars you could go to Mars or millions of dollars you could go to this new discovered oasis you know that they advertise. So this movie starts off with somebody finding in their email a advertisement for a music festival (laughs) (laughs) on this new undiscovered planet it's totally you know they this this company bought it and they're having a music festival out there and the guy there's his rich friend they're like kind of douchebags and they're like yeah we're going we're going uh l247 like we're going to party this Oh, the fuck, you know, we're gonna see this person, gonna see this person, like, it's gonna be great, it's gonna be the bomb. Migos is gonna be there. Migos, yeah, Migos <laughs> is gonna be there. Uh, who, who else would be there? Like, Beanie Siegel is gonna be, like, random people. Uh, Some 41 is gonna be there. It's party on this, on this, uh, cool planet. 
planet-wide music festival is for, or a moon-wide. Funded by the Wayland Mutani. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they finally get there, and it's just like, this is, it's like the worst thing. It's just like tents set up. <laughs> It's just like like there's nothing there, and they find out that they didn't really check the planet before they set all of this up, oh and this was a total scam. <laughs> the festival was a total scam, but they're stuck on the planet for a few days, and you know, so what do you know, dumb rich people do with time on their head? They start exploring this like moon, and what they find, they they didn't want to find. Aliens. That's amazing. And it's the Prometheus Festival. Prometheus. <laughs> it's a Prometheus Festival. When he flew too close to the sun. As does Icarus. Oh. Prometheus gave fire to humans. I knew it had something to do with fire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the only festival worker is Michael Fassbender. He just asked yeah, exactly. all kinds of philosophical questions instead. <laughs> they gave, they like man the planet with uh, like robots instead of humans, and so nobody can answer their questions, but they're just like, you know what I mean? And then it becomes a horror movie of like rich people dying. It's like a slasher movie, rich people dying in space. Bunch of rich people be like, "Where's Migos?" And fucking Michael like, Fassbender just turns to them and is like, "What exactly is bad and bougie?" <laughs> no. Can that be the trailer Whatever that probe is picking up, it's reading life for him. Bad and bougie. <laughs> <laughs> that actually be really dope <laughs> like, me, like me, maybe Migos did show up and they're the protagonists yeah. of the movies I would like like I like the Beatles like I like the Beatles like, like, like actually Beatles awesome had, like the hard, hard days night where they just like fucking go on these wild fucking day trips it's, it's just Migos Migos just versus the aliens <laughs> AVM. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see that poster. I think we should call Ridley Scott. <laughs> I want to see an Aliens vs. E.T. <laughs> like, what is That'd that? That would be so cool. What is an E.T. xenomorph look? Because they probably have, like, you got the telekinetic powers and stuff, too. Yeah. Smashed. His, his, like, finger comes out of another <laughs> finger. Gosh, <laughs> like, you have the crazy action scenes. Imagine, like, a chestburster scene of E.T. It's like, no! Yeah, no! <laughs> no! No! Yeah. Just a finger. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it to be, like, hard R, like, brutal, rated R nonsense. Like, would we still have humans in it, too? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can it be you set in the like, 80s and have the kids there again? Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was just trying to fuck E.T. <laughs> you have E.T. Like, like, like maybe E.T. comes to Earth and, you know, and then he comes back and takes Elliot and his friends with him, but then yeah, come they, see get my planet. Distress, they get a distress signal. Oh. Like, oh, let's try to save people. <laughs> down. Down. Alien. <laughs> <laughs> they find they find the firefly cap festival. It's all connected. <laughs> Elliot's a fucking rich kid now. He developed some kind of app. <laughs> yeah, because he he develops yeah. cell phones mm-hmm. because of phone home. <laughs> 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 Technology. That's amazing. 
Are you guys excited for Covenant? So kind of. Yeah. I want to rewatch them, but... I, I think Covenant... I, like To me, the best sequel is a sequel to a mediocre film or like an okay right. film. Right. There's so many things that they could do. And it's my hope after seeing Covenant, I'll look back on Prometheus and like have new ideas, even though it totally wasn't planned and this is them like fixing. It is cool still like this is them taking all of the questions that they raised and now they're going to give some answers for it. Like I can't wait to see how the xenomorphs were made, why they were made. I can't wait to see what this world is that they're on. They kind of hinted at it, or not even hinted, like Idris Elba had the realization, like he called it a military like he yeah. thought that they were weapons like they were weapons of mass destruction mm. basically and they housed them on a planet that wasn't their planet because they were smart enough to yeah. do that and I was like okay so that movie does have layers in it like but then it just most of the stuff didn't go anywhere you know and that was one of the things people hated about Lost and I think related to the backlash of this movie was people were really mad at David Lindelof for yeah. making movies that or making properties that don't answer anything. The third act is always where I usually really trouble that. And so I think that was also part of the backlash of, of this movie. I think it holds up a lot better mm-hmm. than the initial criticism yeah. gave it, but it's it is still kind of a messy film. It's a flawed film. Wait, wait, but wait. not not unwatchable. No, it's actually it's very beautiful. Yeah. Oh like, no, it's the production really, design really coolly is made yeah. top tier. Yeah. Really, Cinematic they spent their money on the production. Yeah, like, on the production the value, it's great. Yeah, you can like you just feel like Ridley is like putting so much into into it. It's like the heart is there from the person telling the story, but mm-hmm. it, that wants to tell the story. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and it just sucks so much that. And I I do wonder what the original vision would have been. Like I know, I just I I understand the feeling of like this could be a great alien movie, and I feel like had they built to a bigger climax like yeah exactly that. like if if they found the planet where they have like all their weapons or like yeah they found different creatures there mm-hmm. yeah you know like they're and it just opened this pandora's box of fuck yeah. <laughs> like we should not exactly. have done this like we we flew too close to the sun exactly you know we, it's that could have been that could have made it really interesting yeah. um and that's, just fun yeah. just fun to watch exactly did we fix it as I think we did as good of a fix as we could. We brought some interesting yeah. perspectives. On I love it. yours. Yours was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that. That actually sounds like an evolution of of not the the festival aspect, but like definitely like seeing rich people in space. Like that, that did. You know, just having like, <laughs> like yeah. you know, taking it, not taking it seriously. Yeah. And just being like, yeah, we're just like we have money and like they we don't need the servants and they're just. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then it's probably you know the servants who are like, you know, still maybe on the set, the satellite ship. Like, how the fuck do we get out of here? Like, yeah. how do we do we stop this? You know. Maybe they have robot servants, and it's the robots who have to like. Yeah. You know, you could go, you could go a few different ways with that. Yeah. Um, but just fuck rich people. <laughs> Unless you're a rich person who wants to sponsor this podcast, then yeah. which you Bank can account <laughs> number is. <laughs> but yeah, this was awesome. Yeah. Like this yeah, is a this franchise is I love, and I. We're pumped to see Covenant. Yeah. I think, yeah, I'm in, I'm interested, interested to see where this franchise goes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Drizzly drizz drizz. Yeah, for drizzle, <laughs> drizzle. <laughs> <laughs>
I give up. <laughs> <laughs> I can see. That was awesome.